0: The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host, and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is brought to you by the host of the program, who is solely responsible for its content. The information contained in this program should not be construed as, nor is it intended for, medical diagnosis or treatment.
1: Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to On the Couch with Dr. John Kuna. Our email for your convenience is on the couch, nepa at gmail.com, and our phone number 570 961 3361. And our website is drjohngkuna.com. And all of our shows, most of uh, all of our shows will be on our website drjohngkuna.com under the media section. And if you want to check the podcast there, they are available there. Um, as well as some other media presentations. But definitely, uh, if you want to refer back to the podcast of the show, uh, please do so on the website as well as on iTunes. And joining us here today is our clinical director, Mr. Philip Kuna. Hello. How are you today, Dr. Kuna? Good. Very good. Thank you for asking. Good. Boy, I almost bounced right off of that one. You weren't ready for people asking how you're doing. So quick there. And our producer, Mr. DC. Greetings, gentlemen. How are we today? Oh, all right. We're good, good, now. Good. good now. Ready for a show? Ready for a show. It's right. a really big show. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar if you remember who said that.
0: What was that guy's name? Ed Sullivan.
1: Oh, a buck goes out of my pocket. Ladies and Ding. gentlemen, the
0: Beatles. Yeah. Ooh, wow.
1: <laughs> I tell you, you got it all, man. You, were you like like a student of the arts, Like even when you were younger, D.C.?
0: No, I was more like science and math, but like the arts was kind of a a side thing for me. It was something I didn't feel forced into doing. It was just something I kind of did. Okay, and watched a lot of cartoons and uh, and did voices. Wow, (laughs) that's
1: that's neat. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. That's neat. They wanted me to be a a liver doctor. A Mm -hmm. liver doctor. Yeah, and I I really didn't want to be a liver doctor. I thought like it's not really. You see one liver, it looks like another liver. (laughs) Seen one, you've seen them all. Kind (laughs) of red, (laughs) kind of, you know. Seen that commercial, little livers, you know, take liver right for your liver. Right. But I wanted to be a a listener, to listen to people and hear what their different stories are. I like that. Yeah, so that kind of meant a lot more to me. Um, Folks, I just want to mention that if you have, as we're going through insurance changes and Um, everyone's got different types of insurance. We're all familiar with what's called ACCESS or Medicaid. Um, But I want to help people understand, too, there's many forms of county insurance, such as Geisinger Family and other forms of um, AmeriHealth, um, Aetna Better Health. So there's many different forms of um, insurance now that's county-based. And I want you to know, folks, that we're doing our best to be sure that you are represented you are represented in, in so many of my offices. The Matamoras office is now certified by CCBH. Tunkhannock office is certified. Music is certified. Kingston is almost certified. I can't say it is certified on the Very air. close. We're close. But we have maybe 20-some therapists waiting to serve you who are certified in all these different locations if you add them all up. They did. I added them all up one day and I thought like, wow, that's about 20 therapists that take CCBH. That's pretty cool. And it's something that we offer to the public and to the community. So please feel free to take advantage of that. It's a lot of representation, don't you think, Phil?
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, at least what I've heard is that it's sometimes hard for people to find appointments with certain types of insurances. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. if they do find a provider that takes their insurance, they might have to wait four to six weeks for an appointment. Um, right, right. Which if you have something that's distressing or concerning, you don't want to you don't want to wait six weeks. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So at least on our end, we're trying to fill that gap a little bit in, in service, and um, you know we can offer appointments within at least. Twenty-four to forty-eight hours,
1: right? And steady, <clears throat> steady appointments. If you do come in, folks, right, you get an appointment. Right. Your next appointment will not be four to six weeks later. Four weeks later is your next, next week. appointment. If you next week, feel free to come back right, right. in.
2: Right.
1: So I thought we talked today. We've been spending so much time talking about stress and anxiety and um the, the holidays and. Well, we are coming up to Valentine's Day, and I, I imagine that might be stressful for a lot of people. So maybe today's topic could be useful for that. Maybe it could be. I don't know. I don't, really didn't want it to be that way. I just wanted to talk about a gentleman named Yuri Bronfenbrenner and his theory of circles, which is very complicated. So we're going to prevent, uh, present the uh, the rough version of uh, John G. Kuna's uh, interpretation of Yuri Bronfenbrenner's. Theory of Circles. And how do you do the Theory of Circles, folks? Put like a dime or a quarter in the center of a plain piece of white paper and trace it. Trace that coin. And then maybe get the bottom of a cup and trace the cup. Make a concentric circle. So you have two circles now. And then maybe use a plate, like a dish or a saucer. Now you have three concentric circles. And then maybe a gallon jug, gallon container. Now you have four concentric circles. So at least that many... And in the the center, you could put the ion, or Yuri actually called it the microsystem. But we were going to refer to it as the most popular or the most significant relationship in your world. So it could be you and your partner. It could be a child and their mother. It could be an uncle and his nephew if they live together. It could be two sisters that live together. But it's the most significant relationship in the in the world that live together is the ionic relationship, and then the next circle uh, is kind of like a family circle it's all the members of your family close ones especially It's significant
2: what was the second circle called there
1: it's it's a family circle it's called the the meso okay mesosystem circle in uri's theory
2: okay
1: it's pretty interesting stuff I'm looking at the chart here um but Meso or middle, meaning that you come from the ion. uh, It's where you you have the most significant relationship in your heart. And psychologically, this is a psychological version. uh, Theory is more developmental-based as well. Uh, But the meso system is the family system, and the exo system is the community system. So you have one, two, three, and then, of course, the last one is called the macro system. He had another one called the Chronosystem. We won't get into that. But anyway, uh, so the macro system is the biggest circle. And that's where you belong to something and you commit your entire life to it. And people do this. And I guess that's where the show is going today is where do you commit your life? What circle do you belong in? And if you're a macro system circle person, you're on that biggest circle that circles all the others. That circle is kind of like being the leader of a large group of people. Um, You know, I think of uh, different political figures. The first person who comes to my mind uh, would be like Bill Clinton and how, in my mind, he represents the Democratic Party and what the Democratic Party strives for, tries to represent. I know there's many people who represent as well, but he's like a macro figure and he represents a very large body of beliefs and ideas. And so that would be the the macro system. But coming down... To the community level, um, otherwise known as the ecosystem, people live, do you live in the community level? And that's what I, I guess that think about that. People say, look, I either have to, you don't understand, doc, you're supposed to be a doctor of psychology and you don't get it. People, I got to either leave my wife or I got to quit my job. What? What do you mean? I can't take both. Well, well, what what do you mean? What is that? Where are you going with that? And people have said this to me over the years and over the years. It's because in their mind, psychologically, they have one, I don't want to say persona, but one way of understanding about themselves. This is not a persona. It's not a mask. It's one way of understanding about yourself in a community circle. And you're in a community circle and you go to work. uh, You get your coffee or your newspaper. uh, You have people at work, you know, they know you. And you could easily go home and not have a significant relationship, and that's fine. You know, you could go home and not have much to do with your family, and that would work out. But not everybody does. Some people are different. Some people have a very strong family circle. Cousins, uh, siblings, uh, nephews, nieces. And they really exist in that family circle. They think about it all day long. They're texting family all day long. They come home, they pick up something from one family member. They stop over at another family member's house. And at work, people don't even know who they are. He said, No, that's, you know, you don't even talk to him. He doesn't talk much. He keeps to himself. He's a nice guy, but oh, he's really into his family. What does that mean? He's really into his family. And the idea is that psychologically, that's where he exists. And. You know, some people are, are very, what we call ionic, or that, that center of it. They just exist with the one person that's very significant to them. And yes, they do have family members, but they are very ionically driven. You know, whether thou goest, I go. They go together, um, and they, they their minds are very much woven one to another in the ion, and they don't do much in the, the family circle. Maybe show up or maybe appear, but really not that connected in the community they do well they have jobs uh, but they go in and they go out and they're really connected psychologically they live so to speak they live psychologically in the ion or the one-on-one level with somebody who's very significant for them so i'd like to to think about how could we use this um to help ourselves in understanding our relatives or understanding um, our needs for the year, maybe we would want to uh, lose weight at this time of year, maybe we want to um you know go on a diet, but maybe we could study what circle we're on and make some changes, and that might be good for self improvement or for stretching out. What do you think of that, Phil? seem to be. Uh, does that make make some sense
2: no it makes uh perfect sense mm-hmm. and it's not something that's uh new to me I've heard this from you uh, yeah uh, uh, for a while now and that's that's a good thing uh I, I mean that in, in a good way um but I've seen this work for people I've seen this um help them kind of organize their thinking uh yeah in the way that they view the world uh, around them and their role in it mm-hmm. um, so I think it's it's an interesting theoretical concept that Brenner developed for, you know, his own kind of developmental theory, but I think it has practical applications, too.
1: It has a great application in uh, recovery or addictions counseling. Mm. As many times, individuals um, are psychologically alive or functioning well in the community circle. They go to AA, uh, they go to NA... Uh, but when it comes to their family, their family doesn't want much to do with them. You know, they kind of feel like, you know, I'm I'm burned out from you, man. Like, you know, you, you, you told me this, you told me that, you stole from me. Uh, so family circles, like the scorched earth, so they really don't have much, they're connected psychologically right at that moment, depending on where they're at with the 12 steps program. If they get to step nine, make amends, might be able to, to get back somewhere. But they don't have much going on. And they don't have much going on in the one-on-one. Um, they don't have much of a relationship, but a the relationship they have, um, maybe with a wife or a spouse or a husband or significant other, is, is tenuous at best, uh, because they, they really have you know, kind of put that aside during the years of addiction. So they, but they could live uh, psychologically very well by going to meetings, going to work. Um, maybe somebody can, you know, join the EMTs or join the Dart League or join the bowling league, and they live psychologically very well. But they cannot go back easily to their family or go back to start a one-on-one, and that—that's a challenge. Hmm. DC, what do you think? Have you ever heard this theory of circles before? <clears throat> Does this make sense?
0: I—I'm not familiar with this. No, yeah. This is kind of new to me.
1: So do you do you know people like that who? Um, I really like good, like maybe some administrative people. I don't want to say anything, but over the years you've been in, in work and broadcasting for years, you know, yeah, uh, people who are administrators. And if you meet them, they say, hi, very good. Good to meet you. How's the kids? That's good. Uh-huh. And you don't even get your answer out and they're already macro. <laughs> right. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I've worked with, yeah. worked with and for people like that. Yeah. Uh, they just want to plow right on through and get to whatever it is there. They wanted to say, right. <laughs> Little difficult to a uh, little difficult to talk to. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and then for sure. you
0: know, after a while of being around them, you know, when they ask, you just kind of answer them with, eh, and and, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, they, and yeah. they, it doesn't <laughs> even phase them. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? <laughs> 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 okay, anyway, yeah, right. yeah, just yeah, anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people, friends, you know, uh, they might be, live in the um, community circle. And we all have a community of people we work with. But they say, say, like, oh, they're not the closest people to our hearts. But if you're in recovery, you'll say friends first before family. I've heard that so many times from people mm-hmm. who are in recovery. Mm. You know, friends, friends first before family. What do they mean? Well, because friends are community-based people and family come second or last. And, mm. and that, that's okay. There's no one to judge. It's just you know what where do you wanna do or what goals do you set? do you wanna get uh closer to family? do you wanna get closer to your ionic one on one or do you wanna just kind of hang out there in those those upper circles? so say you
2: have someone who's in um maybe those upper circles, the community and the macro yeah, um you know I'm trying to think of some good concrete examples here um maybe the community stuff is at work or they're involved in little league or other activities mm-hmm. in the community um in macro maybe they're involved well there but the the ion or the meso the the individual relationship with their significant other right right or the family circles kind of suffering because they're putting a lot of their resources and their time and their energy into the higher circle. That's it. And so they come home and there's a lot of conflict with their significant other. Um, how would, what would you say to someone like that who's really in these higher levels but wants to increase the strength of the the ion or the family kind of circles?
1: Yeah, that's that's it. You know, people say, well, I, I work hard. You know, I produce money. Um, you know, you, I come home, I'm tired. I have paperwork to do. Uh, you know, you it's just the way it is. And you sometimes you say, well, you know, maybe you could get involved in uh, some type of family activities. You know, you want to change things, break some eggs. Maybe you can get involved with your one-on-one and go for a walk. You know, well, go for a walk. How productive is that? Well, it's not. It's a nice thing to do. It, it's a friendly thing to do to go for a walk with your significant other. You know, go out and grab some food at the local... Um, food court and maybe go for a walk around the mall and just hang out with one another and just be with one another it's a different experience and that's how ironically how we do build with one another and they have to try those experiments because we get away from them we forget we actually forget and that's so key, Phil we forget that we could live uh, psychologically we could be psychologically in these different circles and people say, like, oh, you know, she's ungrateful or he's ungrateful. I do so much. Um, and the opposite, too. You know, all he thinks about or she thinks about is their business and making money and, uh, you know, with the call that they have and career and things like that. But that's community. That's community. So it, it's possible to have all your circles going, but you have to realize that, that that's what you're doing. You're, you're right on, Phil. You've got to be intentional about it and want to do it and say, you know, I'm going to break some eggs and and do some things. I'm going to uh, make my life a little different. I know a gentleman and a person, not personal friends, but associates, you might say, not of my group, but um, then the individual's in recovery and will go to AA and go to uh, different promise keepers groups, but really doesn't do much with her family. And that frustrates her. She wants him to break that ground and enter the family circle. So I asked her to go to the community group and, you know, maybe at the uh, the car show, maybe put up a hot dog stand or, you know, maybe some chili and coffee and enter the community circle. And she said, for what? What does that have to do with my life? That doesn't have any meaning whatsoever. And it's a very clear example of how entering a community example uh, circle wasn't that meaningful to that person, but entering the family circle was was something that she wanted him to join the family circle was good because on the other side of things his original family was kind of burned out because of his addiction so she was leading him the right way so the circles are very useful in planning recovery and planning treatment folks you're listening to on the couch with dr john g kuna 94.3 fm the talker
3: Are you feeling low or are you anxious all the time? Do you feel like your life is tough sometimes? or Are you experiencing relationship challenges or parenting difficulties or just want some help with everyday stress? If you're feeling this way, you're not alone. And while medication may help you cope with these problems in the short term, they may not treat root issues. You may want some help and Dr. Kuna and Associates can help. They offer evidence-based therapies in a confidential and compassionate environment. You don't have to feel alone. Dr. Kuna and Associates has 20 years of experience, 22 different therapists and Locations throughout Northeast PA. They have offices in Scranton, Clark Summit, Blakely, Moosick, Kingston, Tumkanic, Shikshini, and Matamoras. Most insurance plans are accepted. You will be treated in a confidential and comfortable environment for addiction counseling, relationship counseling, adolescent counseling, trauma counseling, and mental health disorders. Call 961-3361. That's 961-3361 or Google Dr. Kuna and Associates. What hurts can be healed.
1: Hi folks, welcome back to On the Couch with Dr. John G. Kuna. Our phone number for your convenience is 570-961-3361 and our email is at gmail.com. Our website is drdr.johngkuna.com And I just want to take a minute to say, folks, I appreciate uh, all of our listeners and all the feedback we do get on a weekly and daily basis and we're here for the community. You know, if you know somebody Uh, that might want to be on a show, you know, send us the name or they could call us. And we have a screening process, of course. Uh, But it's always good to give back to the community. And, you know, we've had uh, many people here from different drug and alcohol groups. We've had United Neighborhood Center, um, the Visiting Nurse Association. So we're always looking uh, for more folks to come on to help address the needs of the community. So Phil, you had a a good point there during the break. We were talking. What was that that point again about?
2: Well, I was wondering. You know, you said um, you know, the 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 theory of circles is you know applicable to addiction and, and recovery counseling and and I said you know I guess I wondered how it would be applicable to maybe more of like the average kind of guy like yeah. you know someone like me who's trying to balance even like the the home work kind of balance yeah, you know and I feel like people feel like that's this elusive thing that they'll never fully get that the the balance between home and work life and you said uh you had a really good point that kind of reframed it well for me well I was thinking
1: that when you were talking yet there's there's work there's home but there's ion right and we forget that these circles move around inside of our minds on a like three dimensional, four dimensional basis. And we don't even know that it's happening, but if a person is at work. Um, they might think of, oh, I got to call um, my spouse or my partner at home. Or if they go home, uh, the kids might be there. Maybe a relative is visiting, or you might be getting ready to hop in a car and go see a relative. So you're trying to balance your work and your home life. But there's the ion. And that's embedded inside there, and that is such a critical, critical point to to, to remember, Phil. It's, it's I think it's fantastic you brought that up. Is to remember that inside of that home life, you have an ionic relationship, you have a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, and many times men will tell me like, "Oh, you know, the wife doesn't show me any attention. You know, ever since we had the baby, all she cares about is the baby," and, and it's true. It could be possible, not saying it doesn't happen, that at those times, during those developmental times, the wife, the mother might spend a lot of time with the child, and that child-mother relationship becomes ionic for a brief period of time. Obviously, not when a kid turns 17 or 18, Um, I would say 15 or 16, but there's a time there when that child is in the home that 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 mother may become ionic with the child, and not that she wouldn't maintain her ionicity with her husband. But the child becomes ionic. And we have to remember that when we're home, uh, spend that moment. And we did talk about this. This is good stuff. We did talk about this before um, on the show about when you you come in the door, have your partner come up to you. Who gives the hug? You know, the one that's in the house looks at the person walking in and says, Hi, how are you? And goes up and gives them a hug. If, if you're in the house and somebody's upstairs or downstairs and they come into the kitchen and you're on that level, whatever that level you you decide. Hi, how are hi? How are you? And give them a hug. And that's the idea of recognizing the ion, you know, making that moment breathe through into that ion and give each other a hug, you know, hold each other's hand as, as you start walking in the other room to grab the baby or grab the vacuum cleaner.
2: So even even just phrasing it in that way of trying to strike the home life balance is not even. I, I don't want to say the wrong way to phrase it, but maybe not. not the not precise. The, yeah, it's not precise. It's not the most helpful because you're missing out on the, the first circle, the ion.
1: You're missing out. That's a great point.
2: Um, you're
1: missing out on the ion.
2: Yeah. And, you know, um, personally, you know, uh, on a yep. personal note, um, you know, something my wife and I do is yep. Thursday mornings. I have the Thursday morning off and I don't really go into the office till about 11, sometimes 12, and we go for breakfast. And this is something we just cool. started a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, but it was something that I had the time and I'm sitting there doing paperwork and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the paperwork's always going to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why not use this time in and, and, and other
1: ways for, mm-hmm. for
2: other things too?
1: So You could be uh, running over to see a relative of your wife's. You could be running, a relative of your wife could be stopping in. You could have plans with a relative of your wife for the rest of the day. Something could be happening, something could be coming up. Now, you're not necessarily at work, uh, you'd be involved in the family circle, but that's what happens to people is that you forget the ionic. And if you take time, you know, say for example, in, in your example, you and your wife go for breakfast, you're spending ionic time. Now, it's kind of weird to say that that's not family time, because it is, but it's ionic, it's the two of you. Mm and that's embedded inside the family and that's embedded inside the community.
2: And would you say um, uh, your family circle won't be as strong if your ionic circle isn't strong?
1: I would say, right? Yeah, I would say you, you could have a very uh, functional uh, looking family circle, um, but that's how people come to therapy and say mm-hmm. we have lots of cousins, you know, we've, we're always busy, we're taking care of each other's kids, but I feel alone. I feel right. unloved. I feel like I've been um, left alone, I've been discarded, right. uh, I, I feel, you know, just empty inside. Well, you know, if you take it apart and look at it, that person had an ionic system that somehow has fallen by the wayside. Right. So that's something we could think about in, in our home life, Is and, and I think that's an incredibly powerful point, is to remember that the ion uh, is there somewhere, and the challenges that you need for your family circle. and You know, many people, as we said, can live in a community circle if they're in recovery. But then through the STEPS program, step nine, making amends, uh, you go back down and work into your family as best you can. You work back down and you work into your ION to start an ION. You know, it's interesting, folks. uh, People talk in AA about, you know, if you just start getting sober. uh, There was a time, believe it or not, in AA where they talked about first-year plan, second-year Uh, Animal and say, what is that? What does that mean? First year plant, second year animal. I've never heard that. What it means is that the first year in recovery, you get a plant. If the plant lives, the second year in recovery, you get an animal. Should the plant and the animal live or not run away or die, after two years, you get to have a person. That's crazy. Who'd ever think of stuff like that? But AA has figured it out that if you're in a community circle and you're going through meetings and you're working the steps, you're not ready for an ion. Don't kid yourself. I'm lonely. I miss people. I want someone to love. I want to be loved. Yes, you do. But in Community Circle, in AA, you got to stay in that circle. If you want to see this in action, folks, go to a movie by Sandra Bullock called 28 Days. Not 28 Days Later. That's a science fiction movie. I wouldn't advise watching it. Nothing wrong with science fiction, but it's a little gutty, gritty. Anyway. So she gets out of rehab, make a long story short. She goes to find her boyfriend. They have a a little lunch and the boyfriend wants to buy her drinks. She can't drink. He says, oh, come on, celebrate. She leaves him and says, I I can't do this. So she goes to buy a plant Mm -hmm. because it's first year plant, second year animal. So she's in the plant shop. You got to love this, folks. She's in the plant shop and the plants are like moving around as she's walking through them. And she hears this commotion by the register and she goes up and there's this guy that she was in rehab with holding up a dead plant. And he's just trying to make his case with the owner that you sold me a bad plant. And why is he so upset about a dead plant, folks? He's upset about a dead plant because he needs a year with the living plant before he could get a year with a living animal, before he could get to a person. They see each other and they cry and they both buy plants. They hug each other. Because the idea is that they knew about the circles. And AA nailed it right, you know, to, to be sure that you stay in the community circle until you're ready to drop down into family, until you're ready to drop down into the ionic relationship. Thank you for listening to Dr. John G. Kuna, 94.3 FM, Docker.